0: This is interesting. It was a CBC headline, Cancer Overtakes Heart Disease as the Biggest Killer in Wealthy Countries. And they uh, are, of course, reporting on something that was uh, two large studies, findings of two large studies that were published in the Lancet Medical Journal. And one of the studies was co-led by our next guest, who is Gilles Dagenais. he's a professor at Quebec's Laval University in Canada, and co-led the work. Welcome to the show. Good to have you on. Good morning. I don't know if this is good news or bad news, but Canada has over, or cancer rather, has overtaken heart disease as the leading cause of death in we- wealthy countries. Are we getting better at treating heart disease, which was the number one cause of death, or is cancer becoming more prevalent?
1: All right. Good point. Uh, I think that it's important to realize that there is no rise or, uh, in cancer. If there is something, there's a decrease. But what we found is that over the past 20 years, there have been a major decrease in cardiovascular disease, and this was more so in the last 10 years. For example, with looking at the lifestyle, risk factor, or treating myocardial infarction, stroke, the mortality has decreased tremendously. So in Canada, with the past four or five years, the uh, cancer uh, death is higher than in the um, uh, cardiovascular disease death. But what we found in the study is that there are other countries. I mean, we know that in Sweden it's the same thing. But we found also uh, stu- uh, that countries like uh, Argentina, uh, Chile, uh, Poland, Turkey are also having more cancer than cardiovascular death. So there is a transition going on right now. And the main reason it's because cardiovascular disease has decreased.
0: And is this, uh, is this largely because of medical advancements, or is this because of lifestyle changes?
1: Well, it's both. All right, so we know that people are, for example, in Quebec City in 1972-74, uh, three men out of four were smokers. All right. So the 75 percent has decreased to 18 percent. I mean, there have been tremendous change in some lifestyle. Mm -hmm. But on the other end, we know very well what's going on with obesity. So cardiovascular is going down. uh, Lifestyle is one point. But for risk factor, uh, we treat uh, hypertension, lipids, diabetes better, but uh, it might go up with obesity, we don't know that at this stage. But the other point is the treatment for stroke, myocardial infarction, and also severe coronary artery disease and heart failure. This has decreased tremendously.
0: And, and the treatment, I, I understand the treatment is getting less invasive as well. Is that leading to people's, uh, you know, survival? Because, you know, when you're dealing with, you know, an aging population uh, and you do an invasive procedure, it, it it has a higher mortality rate, I would imagine.
1: Yes. I think your point is well taken. I mean, that's one point also. But usually we're saying about 50 percent are due to primary prevention and the other 50 percent is due mostly to the intervention. Therapy or surgery.
0: That's pretty good. I mean, when you talk about education being responsible for 50% and lifestyle changes of people surviving, we can see that if we could start an education campaign and get people onto healthy habits elsewhere in the world, it wouldn't just be the wealthy countries that are surviving uh, from uh, cardiovascular disease more. uh, more.
1: Yeah, you see, one of the, one of the uh, findings of the studies where that the cardiovascular disease was the main cause of death, mm-hmm. it, it's 40% of all death in our study. So it it's corresponds very well with the 17 million that is reported every year with death. But in the, in the developing country, uh, let's say the low-income countries, I mean, uh, the cardiovascular death is very high and cancer is very low. But in the middle-income country, as I mentioned before, there are some countries that were in the middle-income country that we see now the transition. Uh, so, I mean, that's uh, a very uh, worthwhile to mention that the risk of dying from cardiovascular disease is decreasing not only in uh, high-income country, but also in some uh, middle-income countries.
0: Now, before we start dancing any jigs, we're not out of the woods yet because cardiovascular disease is still number two, is it not, cause of A- death?
1: Exactly, exactly. And, you know, it may increase again. I mean, if if we are saying that the obesity is still climbing, and this is related to also other risk factors. You know, the people that are obese are at higher risk of diabetes, hypertension, having also a, uh, increased lipids. I mean, all these are risk factors. So if this is increasing, mm-hmm. I mean, cardiovascular can come up, but on the other hand, if we Keep pursuing and uh, and improving the L because it's not optimal yet. Mm -hmm. If we're doing that, but not only that, it's worthwhile. For cardiovascular disease, for some, but it's worthwhile also for cancer. For example, decreasing or uh, tobacco cessation has an impact not only on cardiovascular disease but also on the uh, uh, cancer, and the same thing for obesity. So, uh, you uh, these are common risk factors. So, I mean, that's important to the lifestyle per se uh, as uh, can make a major contribution.
0: And I guess you can uh, you you will always have genetic risk factors.
1: Exactly. Um, for example, in the second study, we uh, look at the risk factor, and there were, we study fourteen risk factor, and they are different. Uh, for example, in low income country compared to high or middle income country, but we could explain about seventy percent of the uh, risk factor that uh, are causing cardiovascular disease there are other factors and some of them are related to gene source.
0: You talk about um, the factors that go into uh, cardiovascular disease there are numerous factors but um, cancer overtaking cardiovascular disease as the biggest killer in wealthy countries there's so many different forms and factors that lead to cancer are they more numerous than uh,
1: cardiovascular yeah. disease? that's a very good point also because you see when you're taking stroke myocardial infarction heart failure there are common denominator of risk factor i mean diabetes uh, hypertension lipids and so on i mean we know that there are about six or seven while in cancer it's quite different all right the uh, risk factor are less known For breast cancer, colon, or prostate cancer, for example. But they are a risk factor also. And uh, nevertheless, it's more complicated. But please remember that we're talking now with a population aged 35 to 70. Mm -hmm. There has been tremendous. Improvement in the treatment of cancer, particularly in those younger than 35. All right? So we didn't see that. We're looking to 35 to 70. So, uh, uh, of course, there are new approaches with cancer that will have most likely an impact in the coming years, and we can see also a decrease in cancer.
0: What's the takeaway from your study?
1: Well, there are several points. For example, you know, if you're looking at the implication or finding, uh, there is uh, looking at the low-income and middle-income countries, because, I mean, uh, in our country, we, uh, we add India and China, and that's, uh, you know, half of the population on Earth. We add uh, risk factors that are important that, that should be treated. And we found also, in addition, that education uh, was a risk factor. For example, those Mm -hmm. at at low education, the all-air pollution is another. Diet is another in the middle-income country, which is much stronger than in our country. The other point is that in the low-income country, there is a need for uh, establishing optimal health care delivery. Because uh, we, if you're going in several regions in India or China, Bangladesh, and all, they don't have the facility we have. And uh, so there's a major uh, place to treat those cardiovascular diseases.
0: Could the takeaway also be that prevention is, uh, is of paramount importance when you talk about survival rate?
1: Exactly. I mean, as we mentioned, for cardiovascular disease, I mean, it's 50-50, all right? So I mean, uh, if you, uh, for example, we know in China, uh, looking to their smoking rate, looking to the hypertension, they are at very risk of stroke. And in fact, it's the country that has the higher risk of stroke. And uh, you look to their diet, and the salt intake is Mm -hmm. very high in that population. So, I mean, there are a lot of places for intervention on lifestyle, for example, in a country like China.
0: Well, Professor Dijonet, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much. It's been enlightening.
1: Have a good day.
0: Uh, You as well.